It's everyone's worst nightmare, fire. And the USA has the second highest fire death rate in the industrialized world. So what can you do to prevent house fires? Well, to keep your family safe, read Fight Fires at Home with these tips. When you hit moneypit.com, just click on Ideas and Tips, then click Repair and Improve. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair question, give us a call right now. 888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Coast and floorboards to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. It's a great hour. It's a great idea. It's home improvement. We're going to help you get it done. So call us with your home improvement questions. Call us with your do-it-yourself dilemmas. Call us as you look around the house. It's spring. You're thinking about, what am I going to do to spruce this place up? Let's come up with some ideas together. Well, you know what? They say spring is the season for Rome. It makes you sort of fall in love. We want to make you fall in love with your house again. So we're trying to help you do that. So give us the questions and we'll give you the answers. And nothing says romance more than his and her sawzall. So go out and treat yourselves (laughs) to matching power tools or matching tool belts and tackle the jobs together. We'll help you with those too. 1-888-MONEYPIT. Coming up this hour, are you thinking about installing a new floor in your kitchen? Well, there is one mistake. It's a very common mistake that many people make that actually trap your appliances in place so you can never, ever repair them. We're going to teach you what it is and how to work around it in just a bit. And also, is your house healthy and green? Well, one is not necessarily the same as the other. We're going to tell you how to make sure your home is good for you and the environment. And are you on the quest for a quiet room? I know with three kids banging around my house, I and certainly a large dog. am. And Don't a large forget. dog. That's right. I need a quiet room just for dad. Well, our pal Kevin Ireton, the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine, is going to stop by with the steps you need to get a place that provides peace and quiet in your home. He'll have the scoop on the quiet rooms in today's program. And if you're looking for something to inspire you to sing, we have got a shower that's going to make you feel like singing in the rain. That's right. We're giving away a great prize this hour. It is a Moen showerhead with Invigorane. It's a pressurized spray. You are going to love it. It is enormous. It's worth $65, but it could be yours for free if we talk to you today. So call us right now at one 888 Money Pit. Leslie, who's first? Mary in Florida, what can we do for you today? My question is in reference to a day bed that I dismantled. I have the uh, sideboards and mattress inside, and I left the frame outside. It's been out there for a couple of months, and it has rust really bad. I need to know what can I do to remove the rust. Well, um, a couple of things. First of all... Lots of elbow lots grease. Lots of elbow <laughs> grease, yeah. You want to start with a wire brush and try to get as much of that rust off as possible. You could also use some sandpaper. Well, even if you have, I don't know if you have a Dremel tool or a rotary tool, there are little bits that are, they look like little wheels with metal wire hairs. Attachments. Yeah, yeah. Wire, and that will help save some of the elbow grease. So it might even be worth it to borrow a friend's for the day. Okay. you got to get as much rust off as you can. And then we want you to use a rust-proof primer on that. Like a rust-oleum would be perfect for that. Mm-hmm. And if it's a day bed, it's probably hard to paint. You might just want to buy some spray paint. 
You can buy the primer and a spray paint, and that will seal in any rust that's left behind. And then once you're done with that, then you have a neutral surface, and you could put any top color that you want over that. But I would recommend you clean off as much as you can and then spray it down with a rust-resistant primer. And when you're cleaning off the rust, you want to make sure that you get it down so that the surfaces are smooth and even to one another. You don't want any areas where you go like over rusty divots or dips. You know, you want to try to get it down so it's a smooth surface, especially because when you're going to paint the metal, you're probably going to go for some glossy and that will really show all the imperfections so make sure you get it as smooth as you can okay now do i need to spray the springs with any lubricant or oil once i've done all that no because there's really no uh, joint there the springs themselves do not need to be lubricated they just need to be painted so they don't rust any further lauren florida's got a floor situation going on tell us about it Ah, yes. I have terrazzo floors, and my house is older, and they have carpet laid over it now, but there's terrazzos underneath there, and I would like to know how to make them brand new again. So you want to take the carpet away and see the condition of the terrazzo floor? Yes, ma'am. Have you seen it? Do you, can you tell us what it looks like, or are you just guessing? Well, in the two bathrooms, the terrazzo floor is visible, where you can see it right now, and in the storage room, and they look for a doll. I don't know what to do. I've tried every single cleaner I could possibly imagine on them to try to get them to look right, but <laughs> well, they no, they they need to be mm-hmm. rebuffed. Um, you know, terrazzo is just gorgeous. I've actually seen terrazzo made, and it's a lot of work to make that, and there's a lot of steps involved. And if the finishes are getting worn and grimy and dirty, it has to be abraded, and then it has to be rebuffed. So this is something that you might not want to do yourself because you've already seen how frustrating it can be. But if it's done right, it's going to come up and it's going to look gorgeous. You, know, you basically need to have the right tools and the right equipment to sort of grind down or braid down or sand down the surface so you can get to some new material and then kind of bring it back up again. But if it's structurally in good shape, then I see no reason to do that. Oh, and it would be such an addition to the price of your home because terrazzo oh, yeah. floors are gorgeous. And if you've Absolutely. got them protected underneath that carpet pad and under that rug, it really should just be the buffing to restore it. So, Laura, it's not cleaning, it's buffing, and it's bringing it back up that way, okay? Sounds great. All right, Laura, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Darlene in Alexandria, Missouri, what can we do for you? Yeah, hi. My mother-in-law had bought these replacement vinyl win- windows. Okay. And lots of people say they're really good, but for her, they have sweated terribly and ruined down her walls. Is this a usual thing with replacement windows? So are you seeing the sweat on the glass itself or on the vinyl framing? A boat, but there's lots of it on the glass. And this never happened before? No. And it's the same type of window, double pane, same energy efficiency, same type? Uh, the other was just the old windows that was built in the house 30 years ago. Yeah, well now you have su- now you have you've tightened up the house. So you're getting less infiltration of drier air from the Circulating outside. Circulating air. Yeah, so I think this this could be a sign of really the efficiency of the new windows in some in some ways. Um, let's talk about all of the sources of humidity inside the house. And moisture. And moisture, because you may need to do some managing of moisture here. Uh, this is a problem that happens predominantly in the summer? Uh, winter. And what kind of heating system do you have? Uh, natural gas. Forced air or hot water? Forced air. I wonder if there's anything that's venting into the house improperly. Have you had your HVAC system serviced? Um, the furnace is only about four years old. It doesn't matter how old it is. You see, there's a lot of humidity in your house, and I'm, and I'm playing out the scenarios in my mind. One from a safety perspective is if you have any type of a blocked gas vent, 
you could be discharging too much humidity into the house air, and that would be that could also be dangerous from a carbon monoxide perspective. The other issue is your dryer vent. You know, is that putting any moisture into the air? Do you have a drainage problem on the outside of the house that's allowing humidity? Well, even if you have a bathroom vent that's perhaps vented into the attic or vented somewhere not directly outside, you're just depositing all that moist air right back in the house. Or something as simple as a drainage issue at the foundation perimeter could be raising humidity inside the house. All of these things could be creating excessive humidity. I, there's nothing wrong with your windows that would cause this. This is a moisture management issue. And then also in your attic space, if you don't have enough roof ventilation, what happens is you get a lot of vapor pressure inside the house. You get a lot of water pressure that builds up inside the air of your house. It works its way up through the building materials and ends up in the attic. And if you don't let it escape, then it will, uh, again, build up in the house and, and cause condensation issues. Um, how old is this house again? Uh 35 years old. All right, so so it was built in in the late 60s, early 70s. Uh, yeah. When when you go up into the attic space, one of the other things that you might want to take a look at is the underside of the plywood, and see if it looks discolored or wavy. Look at the bottom of the nail tips, see if they look rusty. These are all signs of excessive humidity and excessive moisture in the house. And you might need to do a couple of things. I would first tell you to make sure your heating system is serviced and working properly so we can eliminate any dangerous carbon monoxide as a source of this additional moisture. And you should always do that anyway, the service with your heating provider, you know, either at the start or at the close of the season to make sure that it's ready to go for the following. Okay. And then beyond that, I would look at exterior grading and drainage, make sure your gutter system is clean and diverting away from the house and that your soil is sloping away. And I also look at the attic space. In a house that was built in the late 60s and the early 70s, I can tell you absolutely you probably do not have enough attic vents. The best type of attic vents for you to add to your house would be a continuous ridge vent and a continuous soffit vent. Those two vents will work together to flush moisture out of that space. So those are some places that you could start, uh, Darlene, and I think if you get that humidity under control, you're going to be a lot happier. Uh, you know, there's one other mechanical thing that you could do as well, and that's called a whole house dehumidifier. Well, which would work great because you've already got the forced air system, so it goes right into that whole system. Yeah, it's part of it. And, um, Again, you could go to the same manufacturer's website for information on that. That's aprilair.com. Do you need some help springing into home improvement action? Well, now you can call in your home repair or your home improvement questions 24 hours a day, seven days a week at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Up next, if you're thinking about replacing your kitchen floor, don't let your refrigerator stand in the way of a successful job. We're going to teach you how to avoid a huge inconvenience down the road. One simple correction that you can make that will allow your kitchen floor to go in without trapping your appliances after this. When it's time to choose a new entryway for your home, choose the brand more building professionals prefer, Thermatru Doors. Thermatru pioneered the fiberglass door. Today, Thermatru Doors come in more styles and colors than any other brand. Classic Craft represents Thermatru's premium collection. Fiber Classic is Thermatru's original wood grain fiberglass door. Or choose Smooth Star Fiberglass for the look of smooth painted wood. But no matter which Thermatrue entryway you select, you've chosen the most preferred name in the business. Visit Thermatrue.com. Mold is in your house. Chances are it's breeding behind your walls. In fact, it's been estimated that 70% of all homes could have mold in their wall cavities, particularly when moisture is present. Fortunately, there's an ingenious new way to fight the problem. You see, until now, drywall had paper on both sides, and mold eats paper. 
which is why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you are building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer, too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Your lawn is a battleground. Good versus evil, weeds versus grass. Want to win the war? Then use Stay Green Weed and Feed found exclusively at Lowe's. It's the best defense because it kills weeds two times faster than anything we've ever made. And it controls 175 types of weeds while feeding your lawn. So drop by Lowe's today and pick up a secret weapon. Stay Green Weed and Feed. Proud partners of Bush Gardens. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. What's on your mind? We want to hear about it at one eight 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 Money Pit. If it has something to do with home improvement, that is. <laughs> if you're having otherwise a bad day, well, just keep it to yourself. Oh <laughs> no, that's not true. Because your bad day could be derived from that overflowing. If toilet. you're having a bad home improvement day, we will take your call at one eight 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 Money Pit, and we might make your day a bit brighter because one caller we talked to this hour is going to win a rain shower shower head from Moen with Invigo Rain. It's worth sixty five bucks, and you can install it in minutes. It's available in chrome and brushed nickel. So if you want it, you got to call us and have a home improvement question to win. The number is one eight 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 money pit All right, listeners. Well, before the break, we were talking about your kitchen flooring and how sometimes putting in the floor could cause other problems that you didn't really think about because most flooring products, even ones like ceramic tiles, hardwoods, laminates, they can actually raise the current level of your existing floor which is a problem if you've got built-in appliances like refrigerators or dishwashers that have to fit in predetermined confined spaces like under a countertop. So what you want to do, be sure that you have those contained appliances removed before you install the floor. 
pull them out, install new flooring underneath, adjust the legs. This way, if anything ever goes wrong with the appliances, you haven't trapped it in there behind that new flooring. And then guess what? You're hosed and you can't get it out. So think first before you lay that new floor. Hosed, that's a home improvement technical term. That's correct. (laughs) 1-888-MONEYPIT. Leslie, who's next? Steven in Ohio, you've got the money pit. What can we do for you? Yeah, I've got a uh, circuit breaker. The main circuit breaker to my house keeps blowing. And I thought the whole idea of circuit breakers was to, you know, if I had a problem with one appliance, that breaker would go. But it's the, it's the big one that seems to give power to all the other ones. And it's just I'm kind of scratching my head on this one. Well, I'll tell you what. There's, it's absolutely impossible for you to pull enough power inside your house. To blow the entire breaker. To blow the entire breaker. I mean, it's virtually impossible. Another one's break first? Well, yeah, they should. That's correct. Uh, and usually when this happens, there's one of two things that are happening. Number one, there's a major problem with the, with the uh, utility company line into the house. There's a problem with the transformer, and it's putting in too much power. The second thing that often happens, and it's probably the most common problem, is that the breaker deteriorates. Now, I have seen, for example, in the years I spent as a home inspector, that aluminum cabling is very often used as main service entry cable. And there's a paste that's supposed to be put on that cable when it attaches to the main breaker. It's called antioxidant compound. It looks like black grease. And if that paste was not put on, then you get this oxidation, which causes resistance to electrical transfer, which equates to heat. And then it causes the breaker to pop. Well, it causes it to break down. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, you don't see it until it's all taken apart. So if you're tripping a main breaker, you have to get an electrician in there to turn the power off to the house. It's really hot. The panel's really hot. That's a major problem, man. You've got to get this fixed right away. You you should not have an overheating like that. I bet you that breaker is deteriorating, and it needs to be fixed immediately because you have a major fire hazard on your hands. That's a fire hazard. Absolutely. That breaker is probably deteriorating from the inside out, and when you disconnect the power and turn and pull that breaker off, you might find that it's totally gutted and overheated and melted. I've seen it happen before, and if it's hot like that, you got to do it right away. Don't wait. Get to it, Stephen. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Now we're going to talk plumbing with Jeff in Missouri. What's going on in your Money Pit? All right, uh, I got a mystery for you. I've got sulfur smell coming out of my cold water side in my master bath faucet. And it's, you know, it's not all the time. It's just every once in a while. And I don't know what's causing that. Does it happen after, say, you've been on vacation and not used the bath for a couple of days or just, you know, intermittently, even as you're using it a lot? Well, I'm over a driver, so I'm only home like a couple of days a week. But it's not it's not every time I'm home, just every now and then. Do you have well water or city water? I got well water. Yeah, well, that's probably it. If you don't run it a lot, then you're going to get that sulfur smell that comes out of it. Um, you say it's not happening all the time. Perhaps you may not notice it all the time. But if, if you have well water and you're not running it you know, frequently, that's very, very common. You could add a charcoal filtration system to the water, and that would eliminate that. But so would just run the water a bit when you turn it on. But it only happens in that one, in the, like in the master bath. It doesn't happen in the kitchen, the other bathroom, or anything else. That's what the mystery part is. Well, is that the farthest fixture away from the main? Oh, actually, that's the closest. Well, I wonder if it's not the faucet at all. Have you checked the drain? Yeah, I plugged the drains off and thinking it was in the drain, you know, and if I plugged them off and ran the water, and it's still coming out of the cold side. I don't know if it's the hot side, you take the magnesium rod out. Right. That helps. 
but the right. cold side is what throws me for a loop. There's a product from Rotorooter, and it is a sort of liquid enzyme that you mix with warm water and you run it down your drains. And it's made to sort of degunk and degrease and get rid of any buildup from soap and hair and whatnot. But it's also sort of an odor neutralizer. It might be worth a shot. You put it down the drains once a month, and it sort of keeps things running efficiently. Well, all right, we'll give that a shot because our house is only five years old, so I didn't think it was really be that, but we can give that a try and see what happens. I've also heard that um, when you assemble the drains, if you use an excessive amount of plumber's putty, that tends to react with a lot of the stuff that goes down a drain. It can get very a very ranky kind of a smell to it. So it could be something like that as well. It still could be in the drain that's causing this issue because the water supply is reasonably pure. If you leave it sit for a long time and you run it, it might smell, but it shouldn't be happening on an inconsistent basis. It's generally going to happen when you first turn it on and then uh, everywhere, and then it's going to slow down after you run it for a minute or two. That's what the mystery part was. It was just in that that master bath. Well, let's start looking more at the drains, Jeff. I think that you're more likely to find the problem there. Jeff, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Bill in Michigan, what's going on in your kitchen? I've got a uh, Formica counter um, with a uh, Formica splash drywall. Uh, the counter fits into the exterior wall of the house, okay. and in the wintertime, the uh, backsplash separates from the drywall by about a quarter of an inch, so the, the caulking is all pulled away from the drywall. And it was one of those projects that I kept putting off and putting off, and in this, this late spring, I went to recaulk it, and it hit sealed back up <laughs> the mysteriously moving countertop well you know what's happening here is you know when in the winter things dry out and you get a lot of expansion and so it's just pulled away so i think timing here is key <laughs> but a, a cup do it in the winter when yeah, it's got and the space then it'll compress in the summer you won't have to worry about it um when you do this uh caulking uh, one thing to keep in mind is because this is in a kitchen area you want to use a caulk that has a mildicide in it dap makes a caulk for example it has microband an antimicrobial additive it's sort of like the uh intel inside in the caulk and it's smart in that it doesn't grow any mold because once that area gets wet It'll turn nasty looking. And make sure when you're going to put that caulk in there that you clean that area in the space with the bleach and water solution just to get rid of any mold or mildew that might be growing in there. And then let it dry really, really well before you go ahead and put that caulk in there because you don't want any mold to grow behind it. This way it'll get a nice clean seal. And Bill, if you have any areas that have large gaps in it, you want to stuff those gaps first. If you can get some of the um, flexible foam rod, you can shove it in there or just take newspaper and roll it in there because you don't want to have you know a really really thick wad of of caulk you just want to have about caulk that's about a quarter of an inch thick not any not any thicker than that or it's not going to dry properly you know um, for years I worked in new construction while I was growing up and I put in a lot of kitchens in of course the last thing you do is is uh, caulk that countertop and man we had to caulk some pretty wide gaps I think that I dare say I used Mm -hmm. a a spackling knife and a caulk gun together more than (laughs) once Hey, Money Pit listeners, do you want some peace and quiet in your own home? I know it is getting harder and harder to find a quiet space with everybody's growing families and growing love of technology. Well, we're going to have some soundproofing tips next. You live in a Money Pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. 
Ryobi Power Tools. Pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEY-PIT, 888-666-3974. you got a question about your home improvement project, need some help solving that do-it-yourself dilemma, call us right now. We are here to help you. Hey, Tom. Yes? Are you always on a quest for a quiet room, some oh my God. peace and quiet? you kidding me? With three kids, I am always on the quest for a quiet room, and I have it from like nine to two when they're at school. <laughs> <laughs> if only school could go all year long. I was long. so glad when summer was summer was uh, was over. Not that I don't enjoy the summer, but I could have sort of the house back to myself <laughs> for <laughs> well, a good six hours a day. <laughs> I don't know if I can help you with your own quiet issues, but you can actually do something to your home, which is called an acoustic plan when you're designing your home that can get rid of typical noisemakers that are behind your walls. Not your kids, unless Not they're the getting kids that back are in front there. Of the walls. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, something maybe behind your walls that makes some noise like a water line or ductwork. Well, we've got our favorite guest, Kevin Ireton, who's the editor of Fine Home Building Magazine, and he's got some details on how to hush your house. Welcome, Kevin. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Tom. Welcome. So let's talk about the quest for a quiet room. You know, Besides I think there's gagging a lot of, Tom's kids. Yeah, there's a lot of misinformation out there about what it takes to, to have a quiet room. We may know a little bit more about this than most folks because we're constantly working in recording studios. But with a recording studio, you have the advantage of being able to do multiple walls so that you can separate the sound from different parts of of the building. Is there a way to make a quiet room within the confines of your average residential home structure, Kevin? Well, the truth is, Tom, there are a lot of things that you can do. But the most important thing to understand is to think about sound control early in the design process. What happens in a lot of cases is that a sound control expert is, is brought into a home and the HVAC system's already in place, all the plumbing and electrical's in place, and suddenly, you know, there are a lot of things that might have been done a little bit differently to improve on sound issues, but you can't do them because you've got all these other things in place. So the first advice I would give is, is bring in somebody who knows about sound early in the design process so they can make suggestions. But this seems like it's specifically before you build or if you're designing from scratch. What if you just live in a noisy old home? How do you fix that? Yeah, Or even a noisy new home. I can't tell you how many homes I've seen that are newer where the builders run the main waste pipe for the upstairs bathrooms through the dining room. Through the dining room. Which, oh know, my it doesn't God. make for a very pleasant dinner experience. The trouble is if you've got existing conditions like that, it's, it's going to be more expensive to fix them. That's a case where you're probably going to have to open up a wall in order to do some things to that pipe to make it quieter. You know, there are some things like adding drapes, adding carpeting that will help absorb some of the noise in a room. But a lot of the fixes, you know, are a little more involved. Let's talk about some of those fixes. Um, How about water lines? Let's start with water lines and drain pipes. What are some ways to quiet them? In terms of of drain lines, first thing to know is that uh, cast iron is quieter than plastic. If you use plastic... There are special insulating materials that also have heavy, what's called mass-loaded vinyl. It's, it's this sort of heavy sheet that you drape around the pipe that insulates them, but it's insulation specifically designed to keep noise down. So you can add these materials. There are also uh, rubber grommets that you can use that isolate supply lines where they're going through the studs because one of the ways that sound is transmitted through a house is physically through the structure. So if a pipe is vibrating against Against the stud, then that vibration transfers to the sheetrock. We very commonly hear complaints from homeowners who have pipe creaking that sounds almost like dripping in a bathroom because the hot water pipe is too tight to the studs without the proper types of, of insulation in there, and then it rubs across the studs and does make a creaking sound. And one thing about plumbing, it carries sound an awful long way. Oh, it sure does. Uh, the 
Um, expanding foam that comes in a can is yeah, a great is stuff. A, exactly, is a great thing to use for isolating pipes and even wires. The other thing that people don't understand is that just the holes from one room to the next allow the transmission of sound. So sometimes when two electrical outlet boxes are essentially back to back in a wall, that becomes like a sound hole from one room into the next. Kevin, is it worth it if you can reach into certain parts of the wall or certain areas where you can access your pipes or your water lines, is it worth it to do these treatments on the spaces you can reach, or is that really not going to make a huge impact? I think it really depends on on the situation. In some cases, I think, sure. I think plugging up holes with uh, acoustical caulk are going to help. It depends really on where the sound's coming from. So it sounds like really every element of the house, as you put it together, if you want your home to be quiet, you need to take th- that element into consideration. If it's we a plumbing system... We can call it the system of silence. Yeah, the plumbing system. We're talking about types of insulation and types of installation that uh, isolates that from, from the rest. I guess the same thing applies to HVAC ductwork and electrical boxes to make sure that everyone is isolated from, from the parts around it. But when it comes to the ducts, Kevin, doesn't the duct just transmit the sound once it enters the, uh, the register? Is there a way to quiet that down? The actual transfer of, of sound through the duct is harder to get away from, especially if you've got a short line that's essentially connecting two rooms. Though, again, insulating the ductwork with special sound deadening insulation is the best way to go. And what about when you're putting on the sheathing or the drywall or the sheetrock, whatever it is that you're putting in the room, is there anything you can do in addition to just putting up that finishing product to help silence that a bit to sort of keep that noise inside? There are a couple of things that you can do. One, you can buy a product called Sound Control Drywall. And frequently what this is is actually two thin layers of drywall with a sound deadening material between them. Interesting. Is this readily available? Um, it would probably be a special order, hmm. you know, unless you we're in a really big, in a big city. So that gives you, you know, we're kind of back to where I started this conversation. That is the room within a room if you can have those two layers where they're not connected. You, you can also add a second layer of drywall. You can buy, there's a product called Green Glue from a company called the Green Glue Company. And basically, you would squirt that on the drywall and put a second layer of drywall on top. And it's that separation that this special green glue gives that defeats the transmission of sound. So there are some retrofit things you could try. Interesting. Kevin Iredin, editor of Fine Home Building Magazine. Thanks for stopping by the Money Pit. Always a pleasure. If you want more information on quiet rooms, you can learn more at Fine Home Building's website at finehomebuilding.com. All right. So is your house healthy and green? You know, these terms are not interchangeable. Both may help you with your energy bills, but a home that is only healthy might not be doing much for the environment. We're going to tell you why next. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash home design. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash home design. Dad, can you make sure there are no monsters under my bed? Anything for you, princess. Don't forget the dust mites in my pillow. Uh, and the pollen, spores, and bacteria in the air. Uh, I'll cast a magic spell to make them disappear. Dad, this isn't a fairy tale. We need an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner to trap up to 99% of the harmful particles from our air. There's even an April Air Electronic Air Cleaner that traps viruses. Protect your family from bacteria, viruses, and other airborne impurities with an April Air High Efficiency Air Cleaner. April Air, the best in indoor air comfort. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. 
RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools, and you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. Give your home an attraction that reaches all the way to the curb at a Classic Craft fiberglass entryway from Thermatrue. Classic Craft, a stunning AccuGrain technology, captures all the beauty and luxury of premium hardwood, but won't split, crack, or rot. Add a sparkling custom touch with decorative glass door tiles, side lights, and transom, too. When you do, studies show your home's perceived value rises as much as 6%. Let the curb appeal of a Classic Craft entryway enhance your home's look and value. Visit Thermatrue.com. Look at your lawn. Is it in sorry shape? No lush, green, healthy grass? Sounds like your lawn could use a good stick-to-the-ribs meal, chock full of nutrients. So feed it already with Stay Green Extended Feed Turf Fertilizer, found exclusively at Lowe's. Just one application of Stay Green Extended Feed has nutrients your lawn hungers for to keep it green for up to five months. Pick up a bag at Lowe's today. Stay Green, proud partners of Bush Gardens. AOL's new real estate site has answers for just about everything a homeowner, buyer, seller, or renter may have. In fact, it's like they're reading your mind. Hello? Hello? Who said that? Me, down here. I'm AOL Real Estate. Got any questions about your house? Um, well, I feel a little strange talking to a website, but I do have a question about wooden siding. I live near a wooded area, and sometimes... Aluminum pie pans. I beg your pardon? Aluminum pie pans. Hang them from your eaves. Scares the bejeevers out of them woodpeckers. Wow, that's what I was thinking. Okay, I have a 60s style bungalow, and every once in a while... Four inch retro style moisture proof tile in your bath. Lose that wet dog smell. That was weird. Okay, concrete driveway and... Vapor permeable sealer. Makes spills yesterday. Pink paint. Lead composition. Stabilize with 3-in-1 primer. Paint over with an Aegean blue to match your eyes. I think I love you. AOL Real Estate. So smart, it's amazing. Go to realestate.aol.com to see our own answer man, Tom Kreitler, in action. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by Dense Armor Plus, the revolutionary paperless drywall from Georgia Pacific. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. If you call right now, you might just win yourself a great prize because we're giving away a Moen Rain Shower Shower Head. It's worth 65 bucks. It's a very cool prize because it's one of these big 7-inch wide shower heads. It's got Invigorain, so it's got a lot of spray yeah, heads no and nice pressure, there. and it will get you clean after the hard day of home improvement. So call us now if you want to win. you got to have a home improvement question and come on the air and ask it. The number is one eight 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 Money Pit. All right. Well, here in the home improvement business, and if you pick up a magazine, if you're out on the streets, you're 
abound to come upon all of this chatter about green building. And with all that information out there, you know, there's bound to be some confusion. So we're going to try to clear it up a little bit for you. You know, when some people think about green homes, they instantly think of healthy homes. But did you realize that these terms can mean actually very different things? In fact, according to a group called Sustainable Architecture, Building and Culture, green and healthy homes, they do share some similarities, including being made or remodeled with generally non-toxic building materials. But for your home to be truly green, it must have at least a few special features, one of which is the use of building materials that are made from renewable resources or even recycled items. Good point. Another is to ensure that your home is energy efficient. Now, this can be done by installing appliances that are powered by renewable resources, you know, like solar heating for air or water. You can also make sure that your appliances are Energy Star rated. And you can have a green home if you make sure to prevent air leaks around windows and door frames by sealing gaps with a good quality premium self-adhered flashing. Like Grace Vicor Plus, we use that a lot. It works really well to prevent water from getting in around windows and doors. If you want more information about how to incorporate this into building your green home, you can visit Grace's website at graceathome.com. Or you can call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, who's next? Stanley in Connecticut, welcome to the Money Pit. What's going on at your house? Well, I'm having a problem that I've been battling for years. Okay. The inside windows get so wet that sometimes the whole towel gets wet by the time we get through. Do they get wet when it rains? Only when the weather extremely cold weather. So you're seeing condensation on the glass on the inside, correct? On the inside, yes. Okay, so what's happening here is this. Your windows are not energy efficient, so the glass is cold. The air inside the house is warm and moist. So as the warm, moist air strikes the cold glass, the air is chilled. And air, as the air is chilled, it releases its moisture. And that's what's condensing on the windows. It's the same thing that happens when you take a glass of iced tea outside in the humidity in the summer. You get the moisture on the outside because the air chills and gives up its moisture. So the solution here is twofold. Number one, you could replace the windows with better quality insulated windows that would not be cold. Number two, you could take some steps to reduce moisture in the house. And there's a number of ways you could do that, Leslie. Yeah, first, you I know it sounds silly, but you want to go outside first to control the moisture on the inside. And especially in the winter when things get icy in the gutters and the gutters tend to get clogged up, there could be a lot of moisture coming into the house. So you want to make sure that your gutter system stays as clear as it can. You know, whether you do it yourself or you hire somebody to service the gutters a couple times a year makes a lot of sense. Make sure that the downspouts are depositing the water as far away from the foundation because if the water gets into the foundation, it's getting back into the house causing moist air. Stanley, thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. Kingsburg, California, you've got the Money Pit. Hey, Tom, what can we do for you? Well, I, I recently got a new roof and I, I guess according to new code, they put in a roof vent system. Okay. okay. I had the, um, I guess what was called an eave vent. The, the vents underneath the eave. I'd like to blow in new insulation in the attic, and I'm wondering with the new roof vent system, can I blow insulation over the top of the old vent in the eave? Uh, no. Because you still need the eave vent. When you say eave vent, do you mean the overhang of the roof, so the underside of that? Right. Like the soffit vent. That's called the soffit. And you cannot block the soffit vents. 
If you block the soffit vents, you're not going to get air into the soffit area. It will not be able to ride up under the underside of the roof and exit at the upper roof vents. So you absolutely have to keep the soffit vent clear. If you block it, then you're going to force moisture to collect in the attic. And no matter how much more insulation you put in there, if it's damp and humid, it's not going to work right. Okay, I thought the new roof vent system would, would eliminate the other. No, you need them together to keep everything perfectly balanced. Now, the other roof vents that you have up higher on the roof, are those separate vents? or is there a ridge vent that goes down the peak? No, there are uh, 15 separate vents. Okay, well, that's a bit sloppy, but it'll still work. I would have recommended a ridge vent down the peak, which would have been nicer than the 15 separate vents. But regardless, you've got to keep those vents free-flowing. If you want to put more insulation in, fine. But there's a device called a baffle, and it fits in between the roof rafters and allows the air to sort of pour over the soffits and get into the ridge base without actually getting blocked by the insulation. So you may have to add those baffles. They're very inexpensive, usually made of cardboard or styrofoam, okay? Very good. Thank you. That's all there is to it. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. You are listening to The Money Pit, and we here always tell you to fix nail pops by using drywall screws. Well... What if the screws are popping out? One of you emailed us this very problem, and we have the solution next. You live in a money pit. Money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to aprilair.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Let's talk termites. They can cause thousands of dollars of damage in your home. But we have the best advice to keep your house off the menu. It is just a click away at moneypit.com. And while you're there, you can also click on Ask Tom and Leslie and shoot us an email question, just like Penny did from Framington, Massachusetts. And Penny writes, I have some add-on questions to the ever-popular popcorn ceiling question that seems to come up often. How about the removal after the ceiling has been painted. Does the same technique apply? I have a textured swirled ceiling. Is the removal for this the same as popcorn type? And what if that's been painted? That doesn't sound like a popcorn ceiling. That sounds like some sort of a stucco. That sounds like a stucco. Like I know there was a, a lot of uh, contractors would use actually spackle mm-hmm. and they would use textured rollers and things to, uh, to, to create a spackled swirled ceiling. That's not a popcorn ceiling. That's a different type of texture. Right. The popcorn, it's like poppy and foamy, almost like little bubbles, and you can scratch it off. Yeah, it's like chunks of it, right. It's very, very hard to get off the other type of ceiling, so I think we would recommend in this case to actually paint it and use a very thick textured roller so you can get into every little nook and cranny, like those big, um, thick half-inch ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know what? If she really, you know, exactly, with rollers, the longer the nap, it's the more for it is for texture, correct? Right. So if it's a smoother roller, you want that for a very smooth as glass wall, get the big hairy ones for something that's a little bit more textury to a lot more textury. But I think for Penny, if you want that textured ceiling to go away, it sounds like you're going to have to just resheathe it with some more drywall. Yeah, that would probably be the easiest way because trying to strip that off would be nearly impossible. Just a big stinking mess. So if you really want to get rid of it, we would put more drywall on top of that. Start with a smooth ceiling and just kind of go from there. All right, we've got another one here from Larry in Geneva, Alabama. All right, Larry writes, I have a house that has some screws in the drywall that are either backing out or the drywall was not pushed up tight against the studs when first installed. What's the correct way to fix this? 
Hmm. Well, I, I got to say, Larry, I've never really seen screws back out. They really don't do that. Unless there's some weird magnetic swirly force that's pulling nah, them out of the wall. kind of <laughs> odd. Yeah. No, I think probably what happened here is the drywall was not actually compressed all the way against the stud. And then subsequently it was somebody pushed on it. And of course, the, the screw sort of popped through. So this is a situation where it actually, if it is screws, it's just simply got to be tightened up to the wall. I would suggest taking a couple of new drywall nails or drywall screws and trying to reattach the drywall in this area. If you find that the screw is in place and pops out through the little piece of spackle, then you know go ahead and tighten it up and, and, and drive it in a bit further. But right now, I doubt that it's actually physically backing up. The nails, on the other hand, they will back up. They will actually sort of spit out of the wall because the expansion and the contraction of the wood studs forces them out. And that's why it looks like that little circle that's sort of pushing through the paint. That's because it's the nail head plus the piece of spackle exactly. that's on top of it. And it looks worse than it is because it's a big chunk of plaster that sort of comes out with it. That's the case. Put another nail on top of it or put a screw next to it and you'll never have to worry about it again. You've been listening to The Money Pit. Thanks so much for joining us this hour. Hey, don't forget that this show or any of our shows from the past year are available for you to download at moneypit.com, which means The Money Pit is now portable. So log on today. Remember, our podcast is free. 888-666-3974. Our telephone number is also available to you 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you can call us anytime you have a home improvement question. Hey, coming up next week on the program, did you know that hurricane force wind can literally blow down your door? It's actually one of the most vulnerable parts of your house. But coming up next week on The Money Pit, we're going to teach you how to protect your front entry and make it more attractive all at the same time. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.